welcome to Happy Hour, a work, culture and lifestyle show. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. Sorry, Pen, I had a little bit of popsicle in my mouth. Yeah, I wolfed mine down too fast, so. It's a hot day. It's... Ooh, did you hear that? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We for- Did we forget anything from the intro? I don't think so. Rate, review, and subscribe. That was it. How are ya? Ah, oh, frick. It's so hot. It's really, it's been hot for a long time now, mm-hmm. several days, mm-hmm. uh, like a good week. But it's going to stay hot, did you I know? I know, I know. Yeah, Brittany and I are big weather watchers. Oh, yeah. I like to know exactly when it's going to be hot, when it's going to be cold, when it's raining, when it's... Et yeah, when it's going to rain, when it's going to yeah. start raining, stop raining, how much rain. Like, mm-hmm. I need to know it all. I mean, that's the only way you can really prepare. Exactly. I like to plan life accordingly. Honestly. <laughs> I actually know this, this, uh, this woman, and she doesn't... Like, I remember meeting up with her, and she arrived on her bike, and I was like, you do know it's going to rain in, like, an hour, yeah. right? You know? Yeah. And she was, was it like, me? No, it wasn't you. <laughs> okay. Definitely not. And she was like, she was like, oh, yeah, no. She's like, I never look at the weather. <gasps> and then it didn't rain, Penny. <sighs> and, like, this is the thing. I kind of envy these people. I do, too. And I, my... My weather obsession is outfit and hair based. Mm-hmm. So if I get any kind of moisture in the air, my hair is just, it's out to lunch. It's gone. It's, it's out gone. for the count. Yeah. And I'll get too sweaty or I'll be too cold or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Fuck I know. That. Fuck I that don't want to be uncomfortable. No, exactly. I like being perfectly comfortable at all times. But I do have to say that I am, I'm very much in the full swing of the Berlin summer. I kind of mm. forgot how great it is mm. to be in Berlin. Maybe not when it's 36 degrees, but like mm. in the summer generally. Do you find it's hard to do work when it's yes. nice and gorgeous outside? And you're like, what am I doing this for? Absolutely. <laughs> I've kind of, I actually am going to talk a little bit about that. But okay. I went to, yesterday I went to an, the open air cinema. Oh, did you? It's one of my favorite things to do. Oh, re- okay. That's Have really interesting. It? Yeah. You don't like it? I don't. I realized recently I don't care about going to the movies interesting the only time I want to see a movie on a big screen is if it's a big redonkulous action adventure movie actually those are really fun to watch in the open air because they're okay. so like lively fun and, yeah but they usually are playing the, the very like artsy kind of and what did you see oh my god so this movie is from the 70s and it's called Harold and Mode. have you seen it yes I would say Maud Maud <laughs> Harold and Maud. Uh it was so good. If you haven't seen it, like I'd never seen it. Everybody I've else. Watch it. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, everyone who we went with has had seen it before, but it's like one of these like classics. It was so good. Was it adorable? Because that's the vibe I get from Harold and Maud. Oh, so you haven't seen it? No, but I've heard of it and I've been meaning to watch yeah, it because for literal years. It, I think it's one of it's like a real, it like really shattered, you know, a lot of uh it was right in the 70s and the whole vibe of the film is very much in that sort of like 70s enjoy life like freedom all this kind of stuff um but I mean it's weird like the whole premise if you read the premise of the movie it's a really young man falling in love with a really old lady oh he falls in love with her I thought they just became friends that's no well, I flip and love that. I cannot wait. You'll love it. You'll One day I'll be a Maud and I'll get my own little Harold. <laughs> Absolutely. <Can> you... <laughs> oh, God. Born to be an old woman. I know. Me too. Mm. I actually have always felt like that as well. <laughs> really excited about that time in my life. Ooh. Cool. How are you? I didn't. Wait, did we go through that? 
No. Oh, no. What's going on with you? <laughs> um, so uh, my toenail is falling off and I'm really going to miss him. Mm-hmm. It's my big toenail. Mm-hmm. Does he have a name? No, because he's going to leave me soon. Yeah, that's right. You don't want to name The him. Naked Toe. I guess I'll give that a name. Oof, that's going to be a tough it's one. from to the hike. At. The hike. Yeah. That's how why I don't how exercise. long was it again? 23 kilometers. That's why I don't exercise. Yeah. Um, I've lost a big toe before. Have you? Because I've never actually completely lost one. It takes a long time for it to come back. I know. And it's oh, really fuck. gross in the process. Fuck. fuck. I've just got mine like stuck on with literal band aids and sticky tape. <laughs> I'm That's like, I'm not so ready for gross. it to go. So I just stuck it back on. We definitely have to have in the title of this episode, Penny's Big Toe Now. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone, but it's just very much at the front of my mind. Can I tell a ridiculous story that is so <laughs> unrelated, but it's from when I was really young and I was friends with this girl and we were both just insane, right? Mm-hmm. We were these crazy girls and we used to p- all the time pull pranks on her mum. Oh, God. And so we'd, like, hang out at the house and then we would, like, because she had her own phone line. Very cool when we were, like, 11 or whatever. Mm. And so we would call her mom, prank calling her, and we would, sometimes we'd leave messages and stuff. <laughs> but this one that we would, that we would leave was always, um, it was a reoccurring message. And it was that uh, my friend Taryn had been selected to star in a movie and, <laughs> and the movie's name is My Big Hairy Toe. Oh, get out. Did and we mom buy it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. She, oh, yeah. She, no, of course not. She was like, it was that classic thing where you're constantly badgering someone. So, like, they'll never take you seriously yeah, ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but the she actual, loved us. like, tax office calls and she's like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, oh, my big hairy tail. Those prank calls, do kids st- still do those? I doubt it. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. I didn't think about that. They just do online cyberbullying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We used to do prank calls all the time, though. So yeah. fun. Oh, my God. My so friend, fun. if he's listening, my friend Dion did this prank call and he sent me the recording and I was like, this is so good because you're really pushing through with it. Like comedically, it's fantastic. But yeah. it's also really brutal because these poor people, he just pretends to be like someone from a library calling to check on overdue books. Right. And these and the poor names of people books? are just like, no, we have not ordered any DVDs, only books. <laughs> and Dion's like, he does this thing where he's like, listen, I am working overtime during a pandemic. I am just trying He's badgering people during, during the, the pandemic. <laughs> and I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. You're tormenting these people. And then I played it to my friend and she was just crying with laughter. I was like, you're evil. You need to meet my friend Dion. You two would get along. That's amazing. Well yeah. done, Dion. Yeah. As long as they had a, did they, at the end of the call, were I they? I don't think so. Oh my God. <laughs> and they were really cute old people as well. Oh no, they'll be fretting about their library I know. DVDs. They're on a pension. Oh my, that's actually. Kind of awful. I'm going to have a chat with Dion. Yeah, I yeah. don't know him, but yeah. I'm going to I was it. like, babe, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't go yeah. that far. Yeah. What, um, what else you got up here in this blank section? Nothing. That's it. <laughs> okay, that's literally it. I was thinking about um, our new podcast format with the work, culture, lifestyle yes. trifecta, the holy the trifecta. trinity of great content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking that it's kind of cool because a lot of the stuff that I learned through work, I actually sometimes carry over into my personal life. Like True that. when it comes to like feedback and delivering, uh, like talking to people and kind of managing 
expectations, all this stuff I do actually carry it over a little bit. Yeah. But you got to be careful not to manage people too much. This is the thing. Because <laughs> they'll be yeah. like, um, I'm not your boss. We're just going camping together. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to send you a checklist. Yeah. And you're going to make sure every- you're going to come into me. We're going to do some feedback. And then I'll do like- a performance review. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I don't like the way you pitched the tent. Didn't appreciate your attitude on the hike. And frankly, <laughs> sorry, that was actually me. You're terrible at ordering at restaurants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You make me angry. That's the thing. I mean, it is difficult, actually. Once you find something that works at work, <laughs> just rearranging my legs in a really awkward way. Once you find something that actually, you know, functions for you at work in terms of like relationships and stuff, it's funny to try to not like. Yeah. 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 Actually, this is something really silly, kind of aligned though. I used to work at, I used to be a server, right? Mm-hmm. For years and years. Which is like a and, waitress. Right, a waitress. <laughs> in a waiter, a Australian server. and English English. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's this thing that we do when you work at a restaurant and it's when you come up behind someone, you, you go, say, behind. behind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or if you're going around a corner, you say, coming around, right? So that people don't run into each other, yeah. right? It's very smart, actually. Yeah. But then I started, <laughs> oh, and then also when you talk to the chef, you always say, may I? Really? That's I think not a we very, didn't have that. That's, that's very like more fancy restaurant. Maybe that's a yeah. Canadian thing. Could Maybe be, but I, pretty nice. I, we, yeah, we I, I worked at these like really like, you know, I was like this really funny girl that didn't belong. Like, you know what I mean? Didn't it's like it was weird that I was working at these like posh, fancy restaurants because I'm like I'd be like, hi, you know, like, yeah, how right. are you? And right, right, everyone right. was like, you weren't, right. like reserved and exactly. Dignified. I wasn't like you were Mademoiselle, you know, I wasn't I just couldn't, you know, anyway. But so all these things I started doing like with my boyfriend at the time and stuff. I'd be like, may I? And he'd be like, Brittany. Are you? Like, yeah. I'm not your boss. And yeah. also, just weird. take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Just tell me what you need to say. And, like, be like, I'd be like, behind and whatever. It's weird. But, like, when things work, you just get in this mode, yeah, you know? Yeah. Anyway, love that. Okay, work wise. So, first topic work. <laughs> Do you like that? I'm work, trying work, out some work, new... Work, work, yeah. work, Sorry. We'll I, never uh, do that again. <laughs> oh, if we could cut that out, we would. But, you know, there's only so much we can cut in one episode. All right. So I've been thinking a lot about holidays. Oh, my favorite and <laughs> Shocker. I love the way in your work section I know. of this podcast, you're like, I'm going to talk about when you don't work. I was thinking, I was like, this could really be more in lifestyle, but I don't care because <laughs> everyone, because I, the reason why I put this in work is because it's August and literally everyone, everyone yeah. is on flipping holidays. Except so I wanted me. to, yeah, and me, you know, <laughs> although we're taking a little holiday now. Anyway, let's yeah. not get into that. So the point is everyone's on holiday. I feel like every time I talk to someone, they're either going on holiday, coming back from holiday, on holiday, or kind of being like a bit upset because of the whole situation in the world right now. Mm. It's really actually hard to go on holiday. Everyone's holidays got canceled and they're Mm. trying to like make last minute plans where they're just staying close by. And I was thinking, you know, because I haven't really taken a big holiday in quite some time. And I thought, you know, I wonder what, I wonder if holidays actually do this like whole rejuvenation, mental wellness, blah, blah, blah. They do. They do. Interesting you say that, Penny, okay, because so I, found, <laughs> I found some research, um, and I will uh, provide this link, but it's actually from ResearchGate, which is, do you know ResearchGate? Is it like Watergate or Pizzagate? 
Pizzagate. <laughs> so ResearchGate is this company, uh, is actually really cool. I think they're headquartered in Berlin, by the way. Mm-hmm. But um, Bill Gates has, uh, you know. Oh, uh, it's a bit like ResearchGate, like well, Bill actually, Gates. That's so funny because I never even thought about that, the mm. fact that, but I know he's like a big investor. But maybe clicking that's on this link, Britt. Yeah, click on it, sure. So basically they, this is a really cool company, actually. What they do is they help scientists uh, and kind of also like medical professionals, whatever, easier, um, they, they have them share research mm. uh, in an easier way, Great. you know? So okay. it's like a platform where you can be like, here's what I'm researching and mm. you can get connect with people. It's all for, you know, the really like smart, smarties, you know? <laughs> the ones who are like making a difference in the it's world. It's not for us. Know? It isn't for us. <laughs> get we're going to look at it Get anyway. off research, Kate Penny. It's not for you. Um, but they did this, this study, which I found kind of interesting, and they were talking about, uh, they were saying that actually when people do these studies about people going on holiday and does it really like affect their mental well-being and everything, there's very few studies where they actually study their mental well-being before they go on holiday during holiday and then after holiday mm, and usually it's just like they're talking about before holiday and after, on holiday yeah. or whatever oh, or right. after okay. holiday or whatever mm-hmm. but um apparently uh what happens is yes you get this like you know when you're on holiday you get this recharge you definitely uh yeah you know there's obviously some some effects where you're calmed and you're feeling more at ease and less stress and blah 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 and anxiety and everything but apparently, like, it returns, like, just as fast when you get back yeah, to work. Right. Like, it's there's not really much where it's actually, like, has a long effect. So they want to do more research on this kind of thing. But then it got me thinking that my current way of living and working is working pretty good, where I just kind of try to incorporate holiday mode activities into the workday. Totally. I think, yeah, that's so interesting because... I think there's a couple of variables here. Like if you have a horrible job and you're on holiday and you're dreading going back. Right. It's I've been in that position and it's not much fun. No. Um, Whereas if you have a great job and you're looking forward to going back, that's a different thing. Yes. But then I like to live every day of my life like it's a holiday basically. Totally. Which is probably why... I've made so little progress, <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I just feel like but you're if you happy. get hit by a bus tomorrow, you know, totally, I'd like to have fun all of the time. That's because I haven't had kids yet. I know once I have kids, I know, that'll right? be a full disaster. I feel like people listening to this who have kids are like, oh yeah, yeah nice try. Like, Holidays don't exist for us anymore. Exactly. Yeah. But while you can, or if you can, you know, that's why I like did the open air cinema last mm. night and did like a barbecue on the weekend, then did, you know, went and escaped Berlin for a day. And I mean, these things, and also they don't have to be expensive. They don't have to be big operations, but mm. they just sort of give you these little glimpses of the of the holiday mode and vacation, especially during yeah. the summer. It's yeah. like, you know, you can actually do that quite easily. So I'm trying to do that because as far as it, it kind of is looking, I'm probably not going to take like a big long vacation, maybe until Christmas. But mm. my idea is that I'm, I'm going to be I'm not going to, like, I'm going to have these, like you said, punctuation moments where I make sure that's involved. Yeah. And I think also if you work at a workplace where it's hard to get, like, quite a lot of holidays signed off by your manager, then sometimes I'm like, in the past I've been like, I'm going to book the Tuesday next week 
because the weather looks nice. Yeah. And then maybe the Wednesday the week after and the Friday the week after. So I've got like a little day here and there to look yes. forward to just to shorten the work week. And that totally. like people are always happy to sign those things off because yeah. they're like you're away for one day. Exactly. Um, you'll and be then back you can tomorrow. go to the pool. And nobody's there because it's oh a flipping God. weekday. Yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah, I was there yesterday, and it was pretty dope. I have to say, like coronavirus. So there are restrictions here because of coronavirus mm-hmm. on who can go into swimming pools. Well, not who can go in. How many people can go in? Yeah. So it's very empty. You know, you can really just splash about. I love that. It's so nice, but you have to book in, in advance. advance. And yeah. So I'm like watching the weather. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, next Tuesday and next Wednesday. This is, it's smart. Get mm. some things in the books. Smart. It's, it, I mean, Penny's a smart gal. Yeah. Okay. In terms of work, Penny, what do you got for me? Shoot. Okay. So I've got two resources for people who want to learn about tech. Ooh. So um, people ask think, me about that all the time, actually. Yeah. yeah. These two are really good. Um, so uh, I think on one episode, you and I talked about how important it is to know about tech in general. Yeah. Um, there's two there's the Accidental Tech Podcast, which is the ATP podcast. Mm. It's got um, a guy called Marco, a guy called Casey, and a guy called John. And Marco invented Overcast, the podcasting app. Oh, wow. Um, and so they talk about like Apple. They talk about tech, programming, and other loosely related matters. And by the way, both of these podcasts are all dudes that run them. But I actually think, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's quite cool that for the first time ever, people can listen in on the conversations of three dudes that otherwise you would never get to meet or talk to or be privy to their inner workings. So it's really great because I think if you understand – um, and I think I've I've gone through a bit of a learning curve here, but if you understand Apple and the way that it runs its business, mm-hmm. that will give you a lot of insight into a lot of tech stuff. So, for example, um, you know how in Audible, uh, the audiobook app, you can't buy a book in the app on the phone. Yeah. So that's an Apple like rule that they've made. So if you uh... if if Amazon did decide to input that feature in, then they'd have to pay like 35% of the royalties to Apple somehow. So there's all these like little oh, things you find out and pick up. So I think that's a really good one. The second one, the second podcast is called Dithering um, and it's by Ben Thompson who runs a paid newsletter service called Stratechery and mm. it's both of these are really good. Like Dithering you'll have to pay for but you can also just test it out. Stratechery is really good. And Stratechery is really great. gives you insights about like the industry and so on and so forth. And another guy called John Gruber. And I think pretty much all these guys are developers. Actually, Ben Thompson isn't. He's an analyst. But anyway, I just thought I'd share those resources. Yeah, great. Those will all be in the show notes for you guys. Won't they just? <laughs> Well, I friggin' hope they're Oopsie. in there. I'm making some noise over the here. The closet has gotten smaller. <laughs> We're like clinging and clanging and like, yeah. Um, That's great, Penny. Thanks. Thanks for sharing those. Yeah, no problem. Um, and then the second thing is I've been thinking about employee engagement. Oh, um, such a serious topic. Yeah, it's very serious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I guess I've been thinking about it because I've been, basically I've, uh, over the last few months, I've pivoted my offering as a freelancer into doing more content writing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm at a stage now where I've done a couple of pieces and I've got feedback and the client's like, they're really happy. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is nice. And I feel really good about it because I'm doing what I'm good at and I'm also getting appreciated for it. And that's yes. what a lot of employee engagement 
um, stuff. That's all you need, really. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're being, like we've said this a million times before, but if you're being appreciated for something that you're not good at and you don't like doing, then it's kind of like, whatever. Yeah. You you don't care. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I was just looking at this top eight drivers for employee engagement. So there's employee rewards. I won't say employee every time, actually. I think you get it. So rewards, wellness, empowerment, workplace culture, career growth, brand alignment, workforce data. I have no idea what that means. Um, And social relations. Mm -hmm. So it's just basically like how can you make a nice positive environment for your people at work? Yeah. Um, And I kind of feel like one of the first steps is giving people recognition. Yes. Don't you? I think actually a lot of people can live without like uh, wellness, wellness, even like brand alignment. Mm. Like I don't think a lot of people like, you know, I think a lot of people do have brand alignment with, you know, hopefully you do. That would be great. But I think a lot of people work at places where they, you know, they're not like, oh, this is, you know, my dream company or whatever. I agree. And also I think. And social uh, relations, I think, are super important at work. Yeah. I think I think some companies kind of get too hung up on making parties and making social events and trying to force people to be friends. Yes. And it's like, that is the worst when people are like, okay, we're all going to go. And it always used to be really funny because some companies I've worked at, they were like, let's go away for a weekend and have a fun company weekend. And I'm like, I don't want to go away with my colleagues. Totally. No offense. (laughs) Totally. But if I have to go away somewhere, I want to go with my actual friends. Yeah. Be much nicer if we could just do the work while we're here and get along. And my boss is nice to me and I get recognition and there's yeah. a path for my career growth rather than giving me free beers or whatever. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. But I do think when I think of social relations, I just think that people get really connected to the people that they work with on mm. the team. So mm. you do need to make sure that those kinds of that you're kind of keeping the peace amongst the people. Yeah, I don't mean like go plan parties all the time, but just making sure that people are enjoying who they're working with, that they're, you know, having some feedback loops with everyone and that that there's kind of just this, um, the opposite of animosity. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's a nice, uh, like, nice energy. Yeah. But I think you can make those things kind of based around team achievements and stuff that's true so if you like finish the quarter and you're like okay cool we overperformed or we delivered this project or whatever then have like a little celebration party maybe but yeah yeah don't sort of just chuck the social events in and force people to come along exactly so Brittany, yes what's happening culture wise for you this week culture wise well you, you know me little coke I'm cucumber a, i'm a big culture buff <laughs> You know how I am. Especially considering your recommendation last week to watch 24. <laughs> the oldest show possible. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this week I have something that's a little more interesting, I think. Uh, I went on a small, short road trip where I was listening to a really interesting podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the podcast is probably, you know, if, if anybody listens to podcasts out there. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, you might be familiar with it. It's called This American Life. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's like a very well-known podcast, so it's not earth shattering mm-hmm. that I'm telling you about that podcast. But this episode I found really, really interesting. Oh, boy. Um, it was called, well, I have it linked. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hang on, uh, let me click on called, the linky. It's called 
drum roll. Made to be yeah. made to be broken. It's called made <gasps> to be broken. This is so funny. And it's a, really why? Because remember, I shouted at that guy on the tram. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's I, literally, I normally don't care about rules. This is really funny. This so fun. this podcast is literally about when rules should be broken and how sometimes a rule needs to be broken in, ro- in order for us to see any change. Yeah. Now, Penny recently, on her <laughs> way over here, uh, didn't let a man sit next to her because he didn't have a mask on on the tram. Yeah. And I found it so out of character for myself. Like, while it was happening, I was like, what are you doing? You're not a rule follower usually. No, I don't like rules at all. Yeah. 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 I was surprised to hear you did that as well. I think it's I liked because it. there was like three guys and they were all not oh. wearing masks. And I was like, if you're just walking around like this, it clearly it's not a way, like a way of your life. Um, part of your way of life. Exactly. So I was like, no, no, you can't sit next to me if you're not wearing a mask. And he was like, oh, and he just leapt out of the chair. Freaked out. And then I felt really bad. I was like, you old fart, Penny. But you know, <laughs> whatever. I was like, you know? I've officially hit middle age. <laughs> <laughs> so th- you should listen to this podcast episode. Oh, I can't it's wait. It's very interesting. Yeah. So this podcast episode was excellent. Um, and there was, there's three to these podcast episodes. They have like several acts. And this is the third act where this story was told. And it was so fantastic because this man told this story from his childhood where he kind of, uh, he always had this, um, it's, it involves like his school and kind of getting rewards for doing, for being like Mm. a good student and stuff. Mm -hmm. And this is in like elementary school. Right. And there was this, there was this thing that, that this, the teacher was doing like this rewards program that basically, uh, you know, the kids started going crazy for this rewards program and they started really (laughs) making it like, it was like everything turned into like this thing. And they were all trying to get, they're called Jefferson Bucks. Um, because the woman's name was Mrs. Jefferson. So she had Jefferson Bucks and she would give them out when, when kids did good deeds and stuff. And the story is so fascinating because, it, first of all, it's just an adorable story. And he tells it, he t- he's this grown man now, right? But he's talking about it and he's so heated and still so, <laughs> like, still so upset about it, right? Because what he discovered was, you know, he didn't have the same opportunities as some other kids because some kids had more classes with Miss Jefferson. So they got more opportunities to earn more bucks, mm. right? And so he saw that there was this real discrepancy in this kind of, you know, it was unfair. Um, and he was so upset about it that he, you know, anyway, the story is that he kind of broke some rules. Um, but then, you know, everything kind of got sorted out after that. And, and because he broke the rules, they changed the rules. Oh, that's good. Um, Spoiler alert. Spoiler. I know. Well, I think it's, I think it's okay because I mean, the whole thing is about about, the story. It's all about breaking. And it also is such a, it's just, and there's like, you know, that he has a crush on this girl. It's the whole thing. It's hilarious. Very cute. I'm going to listen to that on the way home. Yeah. It's really, really good. And, Mm. but, but what was so fascinating about it and why they were talking about it is of course, in our kind of landscape right now, there's a lot of this going on. Mm. There's a lot of kind of you know, rule breaking and, you know, protesting and mm. a little bit of violence sometimes and, and these kind Just of things. Just a little bit of violence. And there's a little bit of violence <laughs> floating around and there's, but there's a lot of people talking about it in this way where, you know, they're saying, this is how we need to make change. And it's interesting because I think, you know, initially I'm like, no, that can't, you know, that can't be the only way mm. to do it. But then sometimes it really is, mm. you know, and so it's like sometimes breaking the rules needs to happen. A hundred percent. And also I think that um, breaking the rules has a big role in creativity. Yes. Because like 
people, t- you know, like there's a way that people write a song and write a book and play a guitar and so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. then when someone like Jimi Hendrix comes along and does it completely differently and like yep. fucks it up a little bit, yep. everyone just loses their mind because, and I think personally, I think that I've seen men are able to dismiss the rules more easily than women creatively, yeah. Cre- yeah. creatively. Um, and I personally like sometimes feel like I need to switch that thing on in my mind. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to, like, totally. yeah, at work as well, I've been like, you don't have to do it that way. You can actually do it anyway. And especially at AJ and Smart, which was our last job, yeah. our boss is always like, just do it however it you yeah. want to do it yeah. don't don't be bound by what's already being done oh totally I it was, was really so, good advice it really was and I was always so stuck in that mm, mode of like mm. well this is how we do it this is how it you know and it's yeah. like why and you, you think know? about it in iterations so instead yeah. of breaking it and just starting again you think oh well well maybe we'll make it blue yes. instead of red or maybe we'll do it on a Thursday instead of a Wednesday yeah. and it's like oh you can just do it on you don't even have to do it you don't have to do it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's such a good point and mm. and I absolutely that was uh something that I learned there as well at that company and um yeah fascinating let's break some rules this week let's break a flipping rule I love it and I mean more maybe maybe it can be even more drastic than like mm. crossing the street mm. you know when people uh, are I've already broken that one I like to do that I do feel like a bit of a badass when I cross when it's all you know the lights green and I'm like I'm going anyway I'm waltzing across I'm waltzing you do what you across. like <laughs> okay Brit so you want to know what my culture thing is of course I do okay so I just bought how many bottles 18 bottles of wine on the internet. <laughs> really? I've never bought wine on the internet. Okay, so here, here's my logic, right? Mm-hmm. So in Germany, you buy wine at the supermarket and you, it's, you can get it. nice wine there yes. and it's at a reasonable price and then you have to take it home and refrigerate it, which yeah. as we know, that just ain't convenient. <laughs> or you can go to a Speti, which is a convenience store, and buy a bottle of wine that's probably dreadful. Terrible, yeah. But cold. And right. at the same price as you would pay at the supermarket. Yeah. So I was like, how do I fix this process? How do I break the rules? You here? turn your house into the Spati. <laughs> Can you imagine Penny Spati? That would be cute. It'd be very cute. I'd have all sorts of really bizarre things in there. Oh, totally. Like my favorite lip gloss, my yeah. favorite sunscreen. Oh my god, it'd be some so cute good. floral masks. <gasps> so you're so you're basically you're solving this problem by just having so much wine at your house. Yeah. Love so it. I, I tell you Obviously. what I really miss. I used to get occasionally I used to buy a mixed dozen from That's a store. Nice, yeah. And then you get surprises. And even if one's shit, you don't care because you don't you just drink it and then you drink the next one. Yeah. And and how often do you buy a bottle of wine and it's shit? Like 50% often. of the time? Yeah. yeah. Like so <laughs> I don't know cares. what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so I got a mixed dozen of white wine. I got, wait a minute, I've got more than 18 coming. So I've got a mixed dozen of white wine and then I got um, six bottles of rosé and it's like two, <laughs> it's like two uh, of each. So yeah. there's three different types nice. but two bottles of each. And then – because I'm friends with Brittany, I got a rosé bottle of Cremant uh-huh. and, and a plain bottle of Cremant. Perfect. And then nice, that's a nice one. That'll be for special occasions, hopefully, and I won't just pop it because I feel like it. You definitely won't save it for a special occasion. So that's 22 bottles. 22. And and someone's going to carry great. it upstairs for me and everything. Oh, yeah. And then I'll Penny's just have the cold top. wine all the time. Yeah. I'm so yeah. excited. So because, the problem is... Mm, with this, Do my only on. problem with it mm-hmm. is that 
when there's wine in the house. You drink it. I just go for it, you know? Oh, I'm yeah. like, should I? Yeah, I should. I'm going to see how I go with that. I feel like, I mean, actually, it's more it's more of the person that I live with. That's the Don't real problem. you blame okay. Philip for your he's, he's a real lack of he can't, he's discipline. A, he's an all or nothing guy. You oh, know? me too. Yeah. yeah. Whereas but I, that's I can a thing be you have to break, apparently. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, because I used to be like, well, I popped the bottle. I may as well just finish it. Yeah. And now I'm like, I can totally just have one glass and then I'll have a whole nother glass tomorrow. God, such an adult. I'm getting really good with the drinking stuff. That's fabulous. I was, re- I think um, globally at the start of coronavirus, everyone was hitting it pretty hard. Oh, yeah. They were like, what the hell else am I going to do? Exactly. And so now um, I feel really good about it. I thought I, I actually was a bit worried for a second there. I was like, whoof. I know. Mm. I had to like really think about not drinking. Yeah. You know, became yeah. a real thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're we're over that hump, at least for now. <laughs> How I just a- went to give Frida a high five and whacked something. But that's yes. a high five instead. Nice, nice culture moment, Penn. Nice culture moment. Brittany. Yes. If you want to dump a friend. Oh Jesus. How the hell do you do that? Because I've tried okay. I've tried. I've tried. So, okay, so here are the options, right? Tell me. You can phase someone out and yeah. hope they just get the message, which they never do. Why don't they ever get, well, that's why you're trying to dump them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's why, because if they, maybe they were a bit more aware or a bit more, mm. you'd probably be friends with them. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Maybe. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah, they're not picking up on signals. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you can phase them out. You can have a confrontation. Yeah. And just be like, look, I don't really want to hang out anymore. Whew. Which I. That's. I don't do that basically. I, mean, I attempt the phase and I then if like they no take one it badly. deserves to have that said to them. Yeah. And also if they if they then like come back and they're like, hey, I feel like I never see you anymore. And I'm like, oh, it's because I've been facing you out. <laughs> that sometimes happens. But then see, okay, so sometimes you have a friend and you were really good friends. Yes. When times were different. Yes. Maybe you went to a lot of parties together or whatever. Right. So there was kind of, or maybe there was another person in the threesome. Yeah, or, that you know what I work. mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then when now that times have changed, you're like, oh, this person is such a drag. Yeah, like some people leave me depleted of energy. Yeah, and I have to drag myself to engagements with them, and so I kind of like I try the phase out, and then I hear that they're upset, and I'm like, mm. oh, like what do you say? That's so Because I don't want, like, frankly, it's not, I don't, it's just my opinion that they're a drag. It's not that they are they're objectively actually, a drag. Yeah, of course. I just don't want to hang out with them It's just the chemistry between the two of you isn't mm. quite working. Exactly. Um, I think it's a situation where, okay, I mean, maybe this is controversial to say, but like. Oof, can't wait. Life is, so life is short. That's what I've got in my notes here. <laughs> life is short. That's no my justification for literally everything. everything. Yeah, I'm like no one's ever said that before. But actually, life, life is, is super long. It is quite long, <laughs> unless yeah, anyway. especially during coronavirus. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so l- my thing is like life is short. If you go to if you do if you're doing the phase out where you're just like you're deprioritizing time with them, right? That's, that's it. what yeah, you're doing. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's not like like if, if you, I had all the time in the world, then fine. Whatever. And if you have a big group gathering, you might invite them along. Yeah. You know, these kind of things. That's mm-hmm. what I'd like to do. I never want to like unless someone Cut has someone off. Right. I would unless never like been bad. Yeah, unless they're yeah. really awful. And like even if someone I feel like they really suck me dry of my energy and my, you know, whatever, even then I'm like, oh, I can like, you know, I can invite them to a 
a bar, a big barbecue event totally. every now and again yeah. or whatever, you know, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, I don't think I'm the kind of person who wants to have the conversation with the no. person. Oh, I don't either. I don't want to be the, like, I don't want to have to be like, Hey, look, blah, blah, blah. So if I hear that they're hurt or that, you know, that they're a bit sad because you aren't reaching out to them anymore. Um, part of me is like, like, what am I like? There's nothing that I can do about it. It's not actually about me. You know, it's yeah. But your actions are causing the consequences. Okay. I mean, like, I think, yeah, I've been trying to figure this one out. But I just think that maybe what I'm trying to say is Mm -hmm. let's put the message out there. If someone is getting not getting in touch as much as they used to, this just let it slide. Let it go. (laughs) Because the minute someone stops contacting me, which doesn't happen very often, but like when it happens, I'm just like, bye. I mean, it's happened to me. Like it Mm. happens to everybody. Mm. Um, Yeah, you just you have to just move on. Don't flog a dead horse, as they say. I feel like if you've asked someone to hang out three times. Mm. And like it's fallen through or something's happened and mm. it never actually came to be, you got to let it go. A hundred percent. And you wait for them to reach out to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And if they don't, then it's fine. And, and it doesn't mean a, that you're awful or you're a bore or whatever. And also, it means, it's not that I don't care about these people. Right. It's not that I hate them. It's yeah. just that I, you know. I mean, I just, you only have so much time in the day as well. And, and energy. And, and yeah. you like, I think the older you get, the more you want to spend, you know, time with you're like you're really really good friends totally. and, and do you know what understand Rhea? you i just came up with a solution what is that have a baby once you have a baby done. no one expects you to do anything done yeah great so, i hope that's not offensive. and then you'll never also see any of your other friends just <laughs> yeah. kidding yeah some people really do well with babies yeah they really do like benla she fucking nails it yeah. with a baby i don't know how she does it yeah <laughs> Um, I don't know how she does it. Isn't that the classic thing that everybody always says about moms? Yeah, exactly. How does she do it? Yeah. I don't know. Valium. Okay, so speaking of life. Yes, please. Brit. Style. Yeah. <laughs> the style of life. The style of life. <laughs> I thought of three things that would just, if this if these things happened, it would just make me a lot happier. Okay, yes. And I think actually everyone in the world quite a bit happier. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Three things. Mm-hmm. These are very... Uh, superficial things, okay? So you just brace yourselves. Okay. Um, I'm not getting, I'm not going deep. I'm I'm surface right uh-huh. now, okay? These so, are Brittany's wish list life hacks. Right. Yeah. Number one, no mosquitoes. Okay? I just want to eradicate them. Completely. I'm done with mosquitoes. Uh-huh. I'm over it. I have bites all over my flipping body. Oh. They love my blood. They love it. <laughs> and I'm over it. Brittany's face. I'm just fucking said. over it. Like, look, I got this. I got one back here. I've got one on my foot. I've got one here. I've you got just got to be less it's, delicious. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'm not going in that direction. All right. No. Okay. So, no mosquitoes. I did hear that they are coming up with a like a perf- like a mosquito repellent that smells like perfume. Okay, that would be a full disaster though, because wasps love the oh. smell of flowers. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like I had a shampoo once, and it was like a beautiful coconut scent, and everyone was like, "Wow, your hair smells so good!" And, and I was it. just a flipping. I was very Magnet. attractive to wasps. I just had them buzzing around my head all the time. Oh, that's a nightmare. If okay. you don't live in Germany, maybe is it just a German thing? I suppose it's a European thing. The wasp during yeah. summer thing. Yeah. Babe, you should go to Australia. 
the mosquitoes there are so much bigger, so much faster, and so much better at their jobs. Ew. They're just like, I'm not going. Okay, I'm sorry. going. Yeah, I'm going to go. You'll come eventually. But I'm going to come with some serious, like, what is it, DEET or whatever? Isn't that stuff really bad for you? I don't know They're what like, that is. It's like, the, it's like what's in bug repellent. You just wear pure poison. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. Okay, second thing on the list, air conditioning in Europe. Where is it? What's happened? Honey. Where did they lose the, like, it's just they lost the. I think what happened is that global warming has made it hotter. Yeah, that's probably it. And before that, Europeans were like, 20 degrees, gorgeous sunny day. Yeah. And now it's like 30 flipping five degrees for a week in a row. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm from Canada, you know, we don't, we don't know. 36 degrees. You like, don't? Never? Not, well, no. Sometimes. Like okay. very rare though. Okay. Very, very rare. Once it gets to like to 30, although certain parts of Canada do get quite hot mm. uh, on the East Coast, for instance, it gets really hot. But anyway, <laughs> but like it's not a prolonged, like it, where I grew up, Calgary, it was, it'd be like 30, 32 degrees for like a few days and that's it. Right. Okay. And then it's like 25, well, I come from Sydney yeah. where it's freaking 35 for three weeks and uh, it's really humid. So oof. it's like wet heat. But that's air why conditioning. I moved here. No, not much. Well, no, not that Really? No, I've never lived in a house with air conditioning. What? It's a fucking nightmare because also oh you God. can't. So at my house before I moved here, I had to like look at my watch and run upstairs and shut the doors to my mm-hmm. bedroom. Otherwise, the whole room would be filled with mosquitoes. Oh, <laughs> after twilight. It was God, that's up. terrible. That's why I moved here. Yeah, that's 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 it, right? I'll Just take to get the away. wasps over the mozzies and the humidity any, any day. day of the week. Uh, last thing, and this has a lot to do with wearing masks, because mm-hmm. when you go and you eat somewhere, especially at, in the summertime or you get a coffee or something, you got to go in. You got to go in to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to go in. You got to go in to pay. You got to put your mask on. You got to mm. you know, where I was told, you know, that we were we're in 2020. Mm. Where are the like microchips in our bodies that are oh, supposed yeah. to like? Where's make the retinal us- scan? This is the thing. <laughs> I'm waiting and I'm excited for it. I'm just excited. I just want to, I want to like, not that I want, I do like the interaction with people, mm. but I feel like we get that when we order. You know, oh, yeah. the payment is If you've is ever been to a anyway. restaurant with me and Brittany, you oh, get the yeah. interaction before you've even sat down. <laughs> we're just like, and how are you? What is your name? Yeah. Will you be our waiter for You're tonight? going to be hanging out with us. You're lovely. Give me the oh, recipe God. for the corn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally happened. Penny asked for the recipe of like a delicious dish. And this guy, yeah, he, couldn't, like, it. he couldn't say no. He no, just like, he couldn't. Right. And he like walked us through every step. It was great. And I've got it right up here, Britt. Oh, yeah. You're ready cook for it. i cook it for you sometime. Oh, man. Sounds um, so Can good. I add one to your list? Please. So I have been like unhealthily obsessed with having this particular superpower lately. Teleportation. If anyone thinks that you would have any other superpower than teleportation, then you are just dumb. Because think about this, Brit. That's true. That's right true. now, if I want to go see my niece in Australia, teleport, teleport. And then I could teleport back for a spritz. And then if we were at the park and we wanted some snacks, I could teleport there. Oh, that sounds <laughs> Wouldn't it be so, so good? good? And I think about it too much. Like it's an option. Yeah, it's, like it, at some point. I need be... to forget it. Well, what will happen, though is uh, there is this show that talks about that, and I can't remember the name of it, um, but the idea is that you can, like, uh, like you can visit people as, like, a, a as hologram. A, as a hologram. No, I don't want that. Yeah, you don't I want to be hologram. able to teleport and bring sparkly wine back to the park and stuff. You're right. You're right. You know when you're deep in the park? Yes, of course. And you, you what just about go... teleporting to the toilet as well? Oh, honey. Right? That would be so fucking cool. <gasps> Imagine if you were hungover and you could just teleport to the store and get yourself, like, a nice 
breakfast. Yes. And then teleport back. Yes. The only thing is. Teleportation. You would have to make sure that your friends didn't take advantage of it. They were like, well, Penny oh my God, has to go. you'd never be anywhere. You'd just be like teleporting yeah. fucking all over and the place. And you'd never have an excuse to not go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's you'd true. You'd be like, oh, I'm at another party. And they're like, just teleport in for a second. You'd have to keep it top secret, I've decided. Yeah, but then sometimes people would see you teleporting. Mm. Yeah. Only a few people can know when I can teleport, okay? Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. It is a podcast. I really like this format. I do too. I think we can stick with our old sign-off, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see why not. Oh, totally. Why don't you have a great week? And don't be a dick. That's right. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.